my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. In the U.S., we have been celebrating our independence. This is our 4th of July week, weekend, all of that good stuff. There's fireworks, celebration, parades, all the amazing fun stuff that comes with celebrating the freedom that we enjoy, the freedoms that we have. And I absolutely love this because this gives us a moment to pause and think about the actual freedoms that we do have. Because a lot of times we go throughout our daily life, it's the status quo, and we don't even pay attention to it. It just kind of, it's something that we take for granted. And I love the celebrations and everything that we've been going through right now because it really brings that back to the present, to the focus, to think about what people have gone through before us so that we can enjoy what we have today. And I'm incredibly grateful for all of the freedoms that we have, the rights that we have, the things we get to enjoy. And this episode, I really want to focus on personal freedom because this is something that I'm really feeling strongly about right now within myself, within the people that I coach, within my friends and family, and that is the way in which we enslave ourselves. So I'm taking a step back. This isn't political. It's not country. It's not that type of freedom celebration, but I really want you to start getting clear on how are you putting yourself in shackles? In what way are you enslaving yourself and taking away your own freedoms? Because yeah, there's, there's politics and there's all kinds of rules and laws and expectations, blah, 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 that affect us, that make us feel a little bit enslaved, maybe like we don't have the freedoms that we want, freedoms that we can enjoy. Toxic relationships will definitely get you feeling very, very much like you're enslaved. But I want you to pay attention to the way that you're doing that to yourself and really get clear because I truly believe that one of the biggest ways of changing your life and creating lasting change and getting out of feeling stuck and finding your personal freedom is awareness. If you don't realize where you are shackling yourself and what's going on within your world, how are you ever going to take the steps to change it? So we're going to start with awareness and I really want you to get crystal clear on how are you enslaving yourself? This isn't something that you can put on others. You can't say, you know, my boss expects me to do certain things. Well, okay, maybe they do, but you also have the right to change careers to work for a different company, to go back to school, to completely reinvent your life, to become an entrepreneur, start your own business, whatever it is that you need to do, you have the right to take those steps. But you got to get crystal clear on what's going on for you first. So this isn't about the blame game and saying, you know, my significant other is doing this, or my kids, or financial reasons, whatever. What got you to this place? 
what got you here and how are you enslaving yourself? Now, one of the things that I notice that we do a lot is put a lot of expectations on ourselves that are unrealistic. So we have, it's okay to have high expectations of yourself and to put your best foot forward and do your best work and be the best mom or spouse or whatever. I highly encourage that. But when you put an expectation of perfection on yourself, it's not achievable. But yet you are putting those shackles. You are putting that on yourself. And at any point, you can take a step back. You can take those off. You can say, okay, I am an overachiever. And I actually kind of like that about myself. But in which way is it actually hindering me? Where am I losing my personal freedom because I'm tying myself so highly to this outcome? I really think it's important to get clear on that so that you can decide where can I have some give and take? We give, 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 and then we keep giving some more, and then we keep saying yes to other things. And before we know it, we are completely overwhelmed and we are tied to our schedule. And then we start to check out. We start to feel resentful. We start to blame other people. I'm doing all of these things for my family and no one is appreciative of what I'm doing. Well, maybe they are, but you're doing so much that they have no chance to really truly feel grateful. It's an expectation because you're over delivering. You're raising their level of expectation Do you ever stop and pause and remind them to say thank you, to ask for help, to have them pitch in on the dishes, to have them pitch in on chores? This isn't just your responsibility. This is a whole family. So a lot of times what happens is you start with having these expectations for yourself, that you meet these needs of everybody else, whether it's your family, your community, your extended family, your church, your whatever. You have expectations on yourself or of yourself, that you meet all of these needs in all these different areas. And then over time, you are teaching people to expect that of you. So it becomes an expectation of someone else. And then we start building up this resentment inside us because now all these outside people are expecting me to do all these things. And while we are appreciative of the fact that they trust us and they have this high expectation of us, we've kind of set ourselves up to fail. So by our always being there, always doing everything, always saying yes to everyone and everything, we're teaching them what to expect from us. And it becomes too much and we become shackled because now it's no longer really our desire. It's no longer our goal. It's no longer something that we're giving of ourselves and it's not our service anymore now. It's a requirement. It's a checkbox. It comes with anger. It comes with frustration. And before we know it, we don't have any time for ourselves, for our families, or for the things that really matter. Because coming home every day and making sure the dishes are done and the table has a you know perfect spread of food, that's not a bad thing. But when that becomes all our life is about, that's kind of an unfulfilling, crappy way to be. How can we shift that? That's what I want you to really ponder on is getting really clear about the expectations you have of yourself, the expectations that you have taught others to have of you, and how can you go about shifting that a little bit so that you feel free, so that when you come home and have the dishes done and the dinner made, and when you're providing that community service and you're showing up for all of these people, it's coming from a place of love 
It's coming from a place of, I can give, I can do this, and it's not taking away from me. I'm still putting in my self-care. I'm still taking care of my friends and family. I'm doing the things that fulfill me and lift me up. And I'm also able to give and serve. It comes from a place of having the freedom to say yes or no. Because a lot of times we get so caught up in saying yes, 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 and everyone's expecting it and we don't want to let anybody down. We don't want to upset someone or make them feel like we're not showing up for them or for this project or we're not showing up as our best self or as fully as we can. And it starts to eat at us. And we start to feel enslaved. We start to feel shackled. We start to feel stuck. So the way to switch that is, like I said, number one, becoming aware. Starting to know what is it that's causing the negative feeling inside? What is it that's causing you to feel stuck, to feel enslaved, to feel like you don't have the freedom to choose? What area are you feeling the overwhelm? And then be able to take a step back and start saying, okay, Now that I see what's going on, now that I can see the areas where I'm feeling like my life is not my own, where can I pull back? What do I need to finish? So sometimes we have taken on too many projects and we just need to start letting those work through the process and letting them end. So for example, most of our projects are a short time frame, right? Maybe in three months, this project will be completed. And then Allow yourself to complete that project and not pick up another one. It is okay to say no. So when someone calls you and says, hey, I need your help with this, you can really honestly say, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me, but I can't. Right now is not a good time for me. Or I have other commitments. That doesn't fit within my priority. I have chosen to take a step back. Any of those phrases are a great way to say no. And it's it's a period end of sentence end of discussion. You don't need to follow it up with, let me explain to you why I can't. You don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't have to explain your decisions. You can simply say, thank you so much for thinking of me. I truly appreciate it. I'm not going to be able to participate this time. Period. End of story. There doesn't need to be because blah, blah, blah. You're done. That's it. You said no. And then you can start looking at what would I do with my time? This project completes in three months. I have three months coming. What will I do with that time? And it's not about adding new things to fill that. It's what would make you feel fulfilled. I'm going to start taking walks with my kids. I'm going to take a big, long bubble bath. I'm going to leave that time open to be spontaneous, to see what comes up. But it's not about adding another project. We get so caught up in all of the day-to-day, all of the details, all of the things that we forget to take time for ourselves to really prioritize, to grow, to learn, to become a higher version of ourselves. A really great way to start figuring out your priorities and how you might want to fill this new time that you're creating for yourself is to take a step back and think, what meaning do I want in my life? What do I want people to say about me when I'm gone? Because a lot of times the way that we're going, the only thing that people are going to be able to say is, yeah, she always showed up with the potatoes or she always had a clean house. She always had food on our table. She was always the one that I called to get everything done. Is that what you want? How do you want them to speak about you when you're gone? For me, one of the most important things is how I made other people feel. It's not the do, 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 and it's not what I've done or what I did. It's How did I make people feel? I want people to say, 
Every time I had a conversation with her, I felt like she was fully present, like she was truly listening to me. She set down her phone. She ignored the dings and silenced them or whatever. I felt like I had her full attention. That's something I've had to work on. I'm definitely not there yet. That's definitely a work in progress for me. But that's what I want. I want people to say, we have so many memories of doing things with her. I can't do that if I'm focusing my entire life on doing things for other people or trying to get the daily tasks and chores done. So once you have figured out what that end result would be, once you have decided, this is what I want people to say about me when I was gone, when I'm gone, then you can take a step back and say, what do I need to change now? I've made some commitments. I'm going to fulfill those commitments and then I'm going to stop taking on more so that I am able to live that dream, live that goal, become that person. That's all it takes. That is how you find your personal freedom. Because in all of that, you can really identify what is holding you back. Is it a toxic relationship? Because toxic relationships really will hold you back. So getting clear and figuring out what's going on will allow you to make changes. That is when you start to say, this isn't okay with me. I'm going to start having tough conversations. I'm going to come up with a transition plan. Here's what I'm going to do about it. And then you start moving towards it. Same with any area of your life that is holding you back. Yes, it's going to take some confidence. Yes, it's going to take a little bit of a shift. It's going to take building up some nerve or having hard conversations or stepping outside of your comfort zone, all of which is good for you. And you're not going to have the confidence to do it until you take action. That's how you build confidence. You take a little step and then the next little step and then the next. And it's not until you look back over what you've done that you realize what you just accomplished, what you just did. Start before you're ready. Do what it takes to get out of that self-inflicted shackle. Honor and value your personal freedom, your time, your attention, See where it's going and see where you can shift. So as we're celebrating our country's independence, let's not only celebrate what that does for us, but let's celebrate the potential that we have within us to create our own personal freedom, to recognize that I am in control of my future. I get to decide where I go next and how this looks for me. And starting right now today, it's going to look different. I am taking steps I am putting myself, my future as a priority, and I'm going to work towards it every single day. All right, my friend, I hope this serves you and I will be back in your downloads next week. 